0: Hi, everybody. My name is Jerry Wise, and I'm a life and relationship coach. I've been helping individuals, couples, and families for over 40 years. And this program, podcast, video is entitled, The Problem is Not the Problem. I remember reading in a book uh, uh, called Change by Paul Waltz-Lewick and John Weakland and Richard Fish. And I remember reading a long time ago in this book where they talk about, we smile at the joke about the drunk who is searching for his keys, not where he really lost them, but under the street lamp, because that's where the light is the best. And we go looking under the street lamp in our relationships for solutions. We don't look at where the problem is. We don't look at where the root of the problem is. We look where the light is the best. Well, that may not help us find our keys. Problem formulation or how you see the problem is everything in relationship problems. How we formulate the problem will determine the solution. Every question that I get comes out of someone's way they view the problem. So in the question that you ask, or any question you ask, t- is a tell about how the problem is formulated. And the problem is not the problem. What is said and done is not what's going on. We tend to see people rather than patterns as a problem. We tend to see the content, not the process of what's going on. And then we try to solve our relationship system problems, marriages, friendships, work relationships. Learning how not to look at the magician is the way to see what's going on in a magic show. Don't look where the magician wants you to look. Because that will keep up the uh, game. And it will keep up the magic. When the magician says, when the magician is making a point about this, he may be doing something down here so that the magic can happen. He redirects your looking. Well, that's what happens to us in relationships as well. Our families, marriages, workplaces, workplaces and relationships are all magic shows with sleight of hand, misdirection and distractions. And we have, as Murray Bowen once said, observational blindness about what's going on. And that's how magicians work, is by observational blindness. Uh, we We blind ourselves either by sleight of hand or misdirection, and then the magic happens. A relationship system is full of sleights of hand, misdirection, and distraction, which is hidden by observational blindness, naivety, denial, distortion. And when we have denial, when we have distortion, then that feeds into the observational blindness, and we can't see what's going on in a relationship. Systems thinking views problems as symptoms. Let me give you an example. A wife doesn't call her husband during the day, and the husband becomes sour, hurt, and he comes home and confronts his wife, you didn't call me today. And she says, I was busy with the kids and laundry, talking to my family on the phone for an hour or so. I couldn't get them off. And I also had to run errands. Well, you never seem like you care about me. I call you lots, he says. You always seem to choose your family over me. I don't even know why I keep trying. It's just hopeless. You're just hopeless. She says, why do you always put me down? You act just like your father when you do that. And he says, well, if you wouldn't spend so much time calling your family, maybe you would think about me. And now we have a, an observational blindness relationship <clears throat> argument. If I ask her what the problem was, what would she answer? My husband is always critical and I can never do anything right. He just expects too much of me. He would answer, my wife never reaches out to me. I don't feel like she even cares. I've asked her and, and asked her if she could just make a call and see how I'm doing. She doesn't treat me as though I'm even special to her at all. This is what I would call linear thinking. Only looking at the surface and a simple cause and effect thinking. Not a zooming out thinking which comes with maturity and self-differentiation. How is their problem formulated? Blaming, looking outwards. For them, the problem is the problem. For her, the problem is him. For him, the problem is her. George Berkeley, a philosopher once, an author from the 1700s, said Oftentimes we first raise the dust and then we claim we cannot see. Both husband and wife here are raising the dust and then cannot see. The couple will ask themselves, why does, he, why does he or she do that? They may even ask, why do I do that? Or why do I get reactive? I don't know. But it's because she's making me or he's making me. But often they come up empty. Albert Einstein once said, We cannot solve our problems with the same thinking we used when creating them. And he was very wise in that perspective. Maturity, self differentiation, allows you to use a new thinking rather than an old thinking. Family systems thinking also helps us to think, (coughs) excuse me, in a new way. The couple is not seeing how they function in their marriage, and how they are suffering in the same way as they did growing up. They are still entranced and blinded by their family of origin functioning within them. We tend to get in a trance, or hypnotized by our family of origin, and imprinted, and therefore many other relationships in our lives. This is what I call the family trance. Well, couples can have trances too. The couple trance. The couple cannot see what their problems are since they are stuck in their family trance. I also believe they have self knowledge, a self-knowledge problem and an allergy to intimacy. And neither of them see that. They just see what they're doing wrong and he sees what she's doing wrong and she sees what he's doing wrong. When someone comes to me for help, I want to look beyond the problems and look away from the problems. Because if I look away from the complaint, the content, and the symptom, that can be very, very healing and insightful. It is not that content doesn't matter. The problem or argument they're having does matter. But it is symptomatic. It's not at the root of why they're having this argument. The real deeper problems or root problems are his neediness and triangle thinking and feeling. His false expectations that if his wife did what he wanted, it would fix or help him and and he would be made to feel more special. He is truly upset over never feeling special or wanted. This gets overlaid onto the marriage. The husband has an empty bucket syndrome, a bucket with holes in it from growing up. But he wants his wife to fill that, and why isn't she doing it? Because we're married, aren't we? And I show her all of these things, she should be showing me all these things. I treat her special, so she should be treating me special. And in fact, that's why we often treat them special, because it's what we want. But it's often done in a codependent way. In other words, I'm doing it to get, because I need you to fill my bucket. Her problems are not that he is always so critical, but that his criticalness triggers her unresolved family issues of always being criticized and never being able to do enough. Which is why she spends so much time on the phone with her family to get their love and acceptance... She does it so much with her, her family, she has little left to give her needy husband and then resents him for it. And then they argue out of these boxes they live in. The boxes they live in, they just argue out of them. And they, out, out of those boxes. And they cannot get out. The real problem in their response to the problem, um, excuse me, the real problem is their response to the problem, not the problem and their limited problem formulation, how they see it. This is how I would understand the problem in a role play. And I'll, and I'll try to help the wife self-differentiate. A wife doesn't call her husband during the day, and the husband becomes sour and hurt. He confronts his wife, you didn't call me today. The wife, instead of defending herself and feeling and re-engaging those feelings of family of origin that she has, of never being able to do enough, she, and, and by recognizing that, she then might be able to say, well, Bob, does that bother you? Rather than I'm the cause, does that bother you? Well, you never seem like you care about me. <clears throat> I call you lots. He says, you always seem close to your family over me. I don't even know why I keep trying. It's hopeless. Bob's neediness is coming out from his family of origin as it operates inside him. I And the wife responds, I know you have said many times you would like me to call you. But I struggle with that request. Do you not think I care about you? Uh, instead of, why do you always put me down? And then the husband, of course, in his response, well, if you wouldn't spend so much time calling your family, maybe you would think about me. And she tells her husband, I don't think it's my relationship with my family that is the problem. I think it's how you feel about how I feel about you. Maybe I could find some other ways to show this to you. I'm not simply trying to get the couple to have some insight, because it's not simply insight that helps, though that helps. But I want to resolve the issues, for example, that would make it hard for the wife to give those responses. So as we do the role play, why would that be hard for you, Mary? ...to give those responses, and that would bring up her issues from family of origin. If I did the same thing with the husband and his responses, he would then get become more enlightened... ...about what are the struggles that he's having inside, and they're not exactly because of Mary. Looking at your issues... ...and looking at the issues you bring to the relationship and focus on your own functioning will help clarify and resolve and heal a relationship. The problem is not the problem. I hope you'll listen to more of my videos. I have a uh, May 30th, 2020 workshop coming up. I'd like you to join. I hope you'll listen to this also on my podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, and all the other major streaming apps. And please subscribe to this channel. You can also click the bell next to subscribe so that every time I put out a new video, you'll be notified of that. Also, my own music is on Anchor FM or Spotify as well. You can find it under my name. There's still time to register for the workshop. Go to my website and sign up and I appreciate you watching today and I hope you have a great day.